Uh, hey guys, welcome to the Skinny with Mike and Adam, episode 101. Uh, I just wanted to get on a quick intro here really quick to let you guys know that we are going to be splitting this week's episode into two full episodes. Uh, we took a week off uh, from our episode 100, uh, and uh, when we got back together, I guess, uh, you know, we just kind of <laughs> kind of went overboard and talked a little a little bit too much this episode, and it ended up running pretty long, so what I decided to do so I, this episode that you're listening to now is going to be our feed and sound off section uh, from the episode that we recorded over the weekend. And uh, later in the week, most likely Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to be uh, releasing our On the Plate, which is our full review of Rise Against's uh, new album that was released on July 15th called The Black Market. Uh, we got into a spirited uh, conversation about that, which is one of the contributing factors of why it ran pretty long. So please enjoy this first part of the show, and I hope you'll be back later in the week to listen to our full review of Rise Against the Black Market. Enjoy. All right, so Mike, tell me again um, what you need to do to um, make sure you're not picking up an undercover cop. Oh, well, this is a... This is something Makilla taught us, right? Well, before his, before his untimely death, yes. I know, he, he, I know. he taught us... This Still grieving. Pretty much the only thing that, uh, you know, only, only, the only thing of value that I got from Makilla, but uh, if, if you're ever wanting to pick up a prostitute in public, uh, instead of asking for sex or how much for sex, you ask them, especially if you're worried it might be a cop, you ask them to go to a motel for, with you Ooh. to take pictures. Ooh. To take There's nothing... Nude- Awesomer than picking up a chick on the street mm-hmm. and taking pictures of her in a motel. Yes, the and re- then saying goodbye. <laughs> exactly, that's all I needed. The reason being, a cop would not say yes to that. Mm. And what if a cop does? Then that cop is going above and beyond, and <laughs> des- and that that female cop deserves a medal. I'm just to saying. protect and serve. <laughs> she is. <laughs> That was only in the 50s. Yes. They had pointy boobs, mm-hmm. me- medium pointy boobs, <laughs> non-pointy boobs. Yes. That was, that was how That's when we started taking it. women uh, seriously as coworkers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> uh, so I'm so glad we are at your place today. Yeah, well... Because my pod room is all torn up still. Yeah, the you would... It's, it's surprising how hard it is to scrub brains off the wall. I know. We've been at it for like almost two weeks. Well, and when he coagulated, I thought like all the liquid nitrogen was, was every piece of him, um, the brains and everything, but nope, it, there was plenty of that and, and buckshot yes. in my wall. And it was really <laughs> tough because my two nieces had to sleep in that room. Ooh, over the past were they haunted weeks. by the memory of Makilla? they? They slept. I know that they didn't tell me. They were. I was already gone to my job. I'm sure when they woke, they woke up, up the next morning, they were just blank faced and. Well, one of them is haunted an adult. by dreams. One of them is a teenager, so I didn't get to ask them if you know they were haunted <laughs> or 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 inappropriately propositioned. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping not. I didn't hear anything afterwards, so sure. I'm just, just going to trust. If you're listening that. to this, please comment below whether or not you were haunted by the, the, the memory of a mangled dick <laughs> wannabe rapper from the West Coast. Say, what's up, girl? <laughs> Heard you're from the Illinois. 
Hey, everybody, we're back. This is episode 0101. That's not confusing at all. <laughs> That's like 1,100. 0101. Oh, okay. Not 10. Yeah. You're we're speaking not binary yet. code now. What the fuck? Episode <laughs> 11. We've entered binary code at our in our podcast. Mm-hmm. We're in the quadruple digits. I'm going to count it like that. We're in the quadruple digits here at uh, The Skinny with Mike and Adam. And for those of you who listened to last week's episode, thank you so much. That was so fun to do uh, uh adam me and and dave all the way from massachusetts so so great to get everybody Incredible. everybody to get everybody together have a have a good time and just just and just have just put out a good show for both for all of you guys and uh, thank you guys for the feedback as well and we got according a few to, feedbacks yeah and according to the analytics it did really well across wow. across the nation did we pass 50 we passed 50 Woo. that passed for last week's episode a lot in part to dave as well too because i think dave. dave's dave's audience also helped uh he was on the show, but well, uh, Dave's Dave audience... is just more popular than we are. He is in real life. Yes, <laughs> that's that's probably true. Yes, you and I are popular for our group of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we we it's you and me and our four extra people that mm-hmm. we hang out with. And we're um, I think we're just too introverted to branch out. <laughs> but we, we're going to break out of our shell. Yes, come August second. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Well, two weeks. We're going to go to the uh, to Pomona, California, to the skate and surf. Crowd Surf Across America. That's tour. what it's called. Yes. Crowd Surf Across America. We're going to be seeing Chiodos and Bless the Fall. And we're also going to be taking the show on the road. And for the uh-huh. first time ever, we're going to be interviewing people, not on the streets, but you know, outside the venue. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite bands, some of our favorite music, and you know, the music that we're all there to listen to. Right. So that's going to be a great episode. For I some know. reason, like the people in line rarely talk to each other. About like why they're there and who they're excited to see. Lifelong and friendships will be made. I'm ready to take it to the streets. Yes, let's what do it, man. What can I say? Woohoo! Woohoo! The ski- now that the, now that the skinny is in four digits now, four yes. digits long episodes. <laughs> we're gonna we're we're gonna try start, we're gonna start trying new things. This this stuff we should have done like 100 episodes ago. So but, if, uh, it's almost like if they won't come to us. Now we're taking it to we're them. We're force forcing ourselves you on to them. be on our <laughs> podcast. Yes, <laughs> against your will. So let's take some pictures first, mm-hmm. and then just to make sure they're not cops. Make sure they're not cops. <laughs> and um, you know, if you say no, then that's a yes. And if it's a yes, then that means another anal. thing. Makila taught us: a hundred no's always means a yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, speaking of forcing ourselves onto our listeners, I want to let you guys know that we're part of the Podbender Network over at Podbender.com. If you're a fan of our show, go go ahead head on over to Podbender.com. Check out some great great shows like Shit Rick Says or Shenanigans. If you're on if you're on iTunes, check out Generation Oddcast with our good friend Dave LeBlanc. And also the Dead Bedouins, who will be back on the air uh, sometime in August. They are on a brief hiatus for now. Ooh, I did guess... they post something regarding that? I did not. Yes, they did. And they, okay. uh, they also mentioned, on, uh, I think, at the end of their last, or the beginning or the end of their last episode, which I was like two weeks ago, I think. That. Yeah. I don't remember hearing that. Well, they did post it on their on their thing, so I might have gotten mm. to, to, I, I get I get fantasy and reality confused sometimes. I think you do. <laughs> I think you do. I only read their Facebook retweets, yes. which is just nothing important usually it's, a, it's I, just, I it's just little one-liner jokes you know if uh if uh mitch hedberg was still alive he'd be like the master of twitter i don't know who the fuck that is you don't know who mitch hedberg is no. the, the stand-up comedian oh no. man you haven't lived i'm sorry <laughs> what would i know him from uh he's just a stand-up comedian he just he's a really funny one he never crossed over to anything else uh not that i know of i don't i don't know if he did any writing but uh he's a very popular comedian amongst people who like stand-up comedy Hmm. He died way too young from a drug thing. Okay. A drug thing. A drug thing, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing some of those drug things now. 
I, mean, I injected three drug things into my system today. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, download your free Stitcher app over on your iOS or Android device. And uh, please add the Skinny with Mike and Adam to your playlist. Maybe we should give, give a shout-out to Generation Oddcast and say, you know, it sounds like they're really forcing themselves by promoting our show. After, after Dave is done doing his, his shout-outs, he's, like, so angry. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm giving you a pass if you don't want to mention our show. For a couple of weeks, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I think he sounds angry because Chris keeps interrupting. That him. might be why. I'm pretty sure Chris is is really <laughs> trying to get slowly into... gonna drive Dave to suicide. Right? Maybe on air. Ooh, a la Makilla. Ah, man. That so our show will not be the only one on the Podbender Network with an on air suicide. I'm excited. If that can be something Podbender does across the board. Yeah, it's like, there we go. To get on to Podbender, you need a suicide <laughs> recorded. Rick, listening to you, buddy. Right. And <laughs> the how's, devil's how's, advocates how's, need one too. There you go. How's, how's your uh, therapy sessions going from last week's episode? Pretty good. Good. All Wait, right. what, what? Are the mental images like... Oh, oh, they're still haunting my dreams. Okay. Um, I'm I still waking up a couple years. I'm still waking up screaming. Cold um, sweat. For some reason, Makilla keeps on entering my dreams and trying to rape me. <laughs> but it's okay because I let him do it because I know it's a dream. Okay. But I always wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> and then realize it's just cold Something semen. Something tells me that's not very healthy. It's cold <laughs> semen, but it's my semen. So is that is that bad or good? So it's like when you wake up and your penis and vagina are touching each other? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just means that it's it's that the semen's been there for a long time already. Oh, okay. It's I already... didn't wake up till later. Nice. <laughs> 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 Let's go to the feed, guys. All right, so uh, this past week, uh, two uh, two albums actually, uh, two pretty big albums released. Uh, one of which was "The Black Market" by uh, Rise Against. So we'll be getting to that later in the show. Second yes. of which was uh, "Mandatory Fun" by Yay. Weird Al Yankovic. And it's about time. It's have you three... had a chance to listen to the full album yet? I have only heard the five singles okay. that have been released over the last five days. Today is day six. This is day six. We're recording this on Saturday. I haven't seen one for today yet, but I haven't been on the internet today. Well, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Actually, actually, I posted this. If you're listening. You're not listening to this on Saturday, of course. <laughs> We're recording this on Saturday, but I just posted it like right before you got here. But uh, to celebrate the release of Mandatory Fun, I'm sure you guys are aware of this, but uh, uh, Weird Al is actually going to be premiering eight brand new music videos starting last Monday, all just in celebration of Mandatory Fun. This is his first release since 2011, I think. 11's Alpocalypse, yes. which was a very forgettable album. Yes, I remember listening to that, too. It was, it was okay. It was like, Prior to oh. that was Straight Out of Linwood, which was 2006, which I enjoyed that one a lot. I heard critically that did meh. It did. He did really, really well. Like VH1 picked up his video for "White and Nerdy." Yes, like it was on the top twenty. That song was everywhere, but yes. I think as a whole, the album was like. Well, Meh. well, he did the trapped in the drive-through. There was five parts to it, <laughs> which were great. He did C- Canadian Idiot, which I remember greatly. So that that was a pretty good album. His trapped in the drive-through is one of some of his best work. I think. I think so. Yeah. That was great. Uh, but the, but it, this one he released tacky. Yes, so, Monday, and that right? was the first song that uh, first music video from this uh, album that he that uh, uh, that was released, and he he partnered up with Chris Hardwick and Nerd, Nerdist Industries yes. to release it, uh, and all sorts of other celebrity cameos. Yeah, like video. Aisha Tyler, Margaret Cho, yes. Eric Stone Street, and that's yes. from uh, Modern, Modern Family, Family, I believe. Uh, Kristen Schaal, she's yes. always funny. Jack Black, and of course uh, yes. Weird Al Yankovic as well. Really good. Really good video, really good, really good song. I think. Apparently, it was all shot in one take. I guess, or it's like one shot all the way through. It looked like one shot, but I can see the parts in the music video, like 
when, when they turned from the elevator to the hallway, oh, yeah. that was a chance to cut. Like that's the, true. Yeah, that's true. So then the day after that was that foil. Uh, the day after that was word crimes. Oh, it was word a crimes. Discography, uh, was a kinetic typography. So not really right. a music video, more of like a lyric video. But that was a parody of Blurred Lines, yes. which was Blurred the hit lines. of 2013 and yep. made Miley Cyrus's career. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of 2013's career making standout people foils was released the next day (laughs) (laughs) i love when i didn't quite follow what he was doing when he started getting into all the conspiracy theory stuff (laughs) and And finally he he puts the hat on i was like oh my god that was so perfect that was good (laughs) the Uh, aluminati right right (laughs) following that he released handy which is an okay song that was all right i didn't i wasn't too familiar with that what, is that Iggy Azalea? Yes, the original. Not too That's like with a the song recent either. song too. Yeah, like didn't it just get popular like a couple months ago or something? Not, yeah, it, it was. It it's was the song of the summer, something like that. Yeah, that's the blurred lines of this year. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the day after that, he released like an original, an original track, which is kind of like a parody on like you know sports fight songs, which was usually the ones that you skipped over. Usually, <laughs> and that video was shot right here in the Inland Empire. Yes. Did the you Riverside notice that? Community College, uh, I think, drum team. Or the whole marching band is in the video. It's on the football field that my wife graduated from. Cool, yeah. <laughs> or on. And, and several people Joe we know. Laura, they graduated yeah. on Yeah, oh, we know everybody that graduated on that football yeah. field. <laughs> and there's Weird Al dancing on the tiger. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, that, so that was cool. Music, at least the music video, for those of us who live in Southern California, was a good uh, little shout-out to us. I don't know. Uh, and then... Uh, don't forget that we also had diving with the stars filmed that's right yes at the rcc pool oh. <laughs> it's so ridiculous but it brought louis anderson back into the yeah, public spotlight dumbest fucking concept for a, a reality i never watched show. it and i just remember driving past the school and seeing this giant like they covered up the pool with giant walls and stuff i was like that's really weird and then yeah. i realized that was why Anyway, what was the one from today? And from one from today is First World Problems, uh, which is, an, which is uh, an ori- another original song done in a style of like the Pixies and stuff. Okay. Uh, the music video was released today, and it's, it's, it's actually pretty funny. And Mike was the one who started the first, or the real world, god damn it, First World Problems. Like he's been saying that since I've known him. In well, I'm, I've, I've, I'm, I'm from the internet, so I, know. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> so Weird Al is a little bit behind. At least a little bit, yeah. So I'm I'm cooler than Weird Al, at least. You've always been cooler. <laughs> even though he was doing That's this. That's not true. He yeah. was parodying long before you were born. Exactly, yeah. You know the weird thing about Weird Al is uh, uh, he's, more, he's more relevant than the people he's been parodying. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Isn't that interesting? Like, he's been around the exact well, same time as people these have been saying that for... 15 years now when they did his behind the music in 1999 when running with scissors came out which mm-hmm. was a very forgettable album for him as well um yeah they were all saying that too like oh my god can you believe that that he lasted longer than nirvana yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah all it took was the lead singer shooting his fucking brains out well and also it showed that during the 80s there was a lot of really shitty music that got really popular for a lot of bands and That's artists still going around today happen. but they also always go back to the my Bologna. It's like, okay, yes, we get it. The knack didn't keep on going. <laughs> Let it go, 80s. <laughs> so if you guys yeah. haven't had a chance yet, the the, the album at Mandatory Fun was released last Tuesday. Uh, by the time you listen to this on Monday, I think he'll 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 already release the final yes. music video of this. Uh, going forward... It's pretty much the whole album. It's like pretty much. Yeah, and so um, going forward, Word Al has actually stated that uh, he's going forward, he wants to start releasing stuff individually instead of waiting to make a full album so 
you know, be on the lookout for that then. And that's kind of what he was doing with Alpocalypse because there was just random videos that would pop up in my on demand on Time Warner. And I saw and a couple of when them. enough collected, then he, he made another a, album. Yeah. So I don't know. It's amazing that he's like over 50 and he's still doing this. And I know, he doesn't look like, that old. Yeah, he suffers from the same, you know, disease that like, uh, like uh, Patrick Stewart has. And I guess so. <laughs> so he can keep on doing this into his 70s, I exactly. guess? Exactly. All right, so next up, uh, uh, Gerard Way, formerly of My Chemical Romance, he recently sat down with Kerrang! Magazine. Kerrang! Oh, I did not read this article. So oh, I am, no? I am well, it was a it was a brief it was, it was a brief little thing. I thought I thought we should bring it because we're both big My Chemical Romance fans, and I thought it was interesting that he brought this up. But uh, apparently, the, at the uh, apparently the whole plan from the beginning of the conception of My Chemical Romance was to release three albums, their third being Black Parade, and then call it quits. Okay. What would you think of that? Um, <laughs> they could have told us this at the beginning <laughs> and saved us the confusion <laughs> right, right. as to what the hell this means. So apparently he sat down and he had this big master plan because uh, I think you know, he, he, he's a big fan of like, you know, trilogies and stuff. You, know, you, you learn from the first two releases and then everything you know, culminates into the third one, the third one being right. Mike. Uh, which I, I, I think if you look at it that way, if you, if you take those three albums – you can kind of see that the kind of progression and like everything they've learned, and it got then, better and better and better. Right, right, and then got way worse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then they took four years off, and it got way worse. So the interviewer at Kerrang uh, brought up, you know, why didn't you stick to that plan? Uh, and you know, uh, and Gerard goes on to say, the question is, uh, you know, be, you know, because it's a lot more complicated than that, uh, because you get into careers, mortgages, families, crews, people. The yeah, machine all the, itself. Right. All the people that became associated with the band exactly. who relied on them for their livelihood. It's not just the five people on stage. There's people, you know, who who help so who like, help do the sound, the Gerard, lighting. Gerard, can I have a four oh one K please <laughs> for your lighting? Okay, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You know, not that's not true. not to mention the expectations of a record label as well. You know, you sign on for as many Records as you well, know. don't you think that they would have said, "Can we just do a four album deal or a three album deal?" Well, remember their first of... release was on Eyeball Records before, and then their uh, their their second release, uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge," uh, was uh, was on Warner Brothers going uh, forward. So okay. I think they probably did sign a three album deal. And oh, okay. Maybe they tried to. Maybe they. I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not in the band, so I don't know. But uh, maybe they tried to skirt it around. They're like, "Oh, well, Life on the Murder Scene counts as a record, right?" Which was their live album of also a documentary on the oh, band, uh, so that's right. maybe they couldn't skirt around that. Which is probably why it took so long to, to you know, to release three. Uh, Whatever happened with conventional weapons, where they either decided to scrap it, or the record company didn't like it, or uh, apparently, uh, according to the band, they they didn't like it. They didn't like. They it. didn't like it. Yeah. So okay. they 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 alone scrapped it. And then I, I think remember I think we talked about it on the show. Frank Iero just had just happened to be listening to it on his iPod. He's like, right. and he's like, people need to listen to this. <laughs> plus, and we're gonna, he was right. God damn it. Plus, we're gonna break up soon, and I want us to go out on a high mark. So yeah, you know, it's, what it, we should have done. <laughs> exactly. So I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, you, uh, you know, you don't th- you you don't see a lot of bands kind of looking at it like like a novelization or some sort of like movie trilogy. Like, oh, once we have once we're at three, we should be done. Hmm. Except for Green Day. And boy, did they do a great job with that. Yes. Well, they didn't do that for the career. They just did that for that one fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. nasty-ass like, project. We got 36 songs. What do we do with them? <laughs> Put them all out within a year. It'll Drug be overdose. <laughs> Drug overdose, yes. Manic symptoms, yes. Right, right. So speaking of Gerard Way, uh, his, his, uh, his solo album finally has a name. It's called Hesitant Alien. 
That's going to be coming. No firm release date yet, but uh, that's going to be coming out soon. Well, so it's, far, it's the, hesitant still. It's very hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> so far, the only song we've listened, we've heard on that record is Action Cat, Action Cat. I thought it was Attack Cat for a second. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I'm never going to remember. Pretty this. sure it's Action Cat. Okay. So uh, still kind of meh on the album so far. I mean, well, we've only heard one, one song. song I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my mind open, but I know Mr. Way is his own worst enemy sometimes. Oh, do you remember when I heard, when I showed you the song uh, "Action Cat" and you're like, "Man, this is kind of lo-fi. I can't hear the vocals at all." Gerard Way commented Vaguely. on that a couple days later and said that was intentional. He wants the whole record to have like this lo-fi sound. Cool. So all those lo-fi albums I've heard that I've fallen in love with throughout my life. Yes. This will is just that, be another one. Is that number zero? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so whatever. He's he's regressing, but he's like, I'm still so cool, and you guys are going to love it because it's me. <laughs> anyway. So way back in episode 77, we uh, brought up this news story about this uh, female blogger who went online to uh, XO Jane, I think is the, is the site. That's like a community group where like other people talk about like women's issues and uh, and, you know, and, and they help each other. Give, they give each other like you know, feedback and therapy. Like was Makilla on there? Makilla was on there. That's where he picks up chicks. By okay. The way. <laughs> Low self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so the, so a, a blogger went online. Her name is uh, Joni Faircloth, which sounds like a fake name, but uh-huh. whatever. Uh, but <laughs> she she went on there uh, a, a few months ago, and uh, she she accused Connor Oberst, uh, the lead singer of Bright Eyes and various other projects. Of raping her. He raped me. He raped me. I uh, raped me with my fair cloth. <laughs> <laughs> he used the fair cloth to clean up the... Ra- no, right. He used the fair cloth in her oberst. There. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at anyway. rape jokes. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, he, so he accused her of rape after saying that the, you know they met once at a show or something, and then they got into his a short relationship, and he kept trying to like force intercourse on her and... It was you do after a show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're you're winded, man. You gotta you gotta <laughs> let loose a little bit. You gotta. You got no time to ask for intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so busy singing his emotions out. Right. Uh, so uh, so it became this huge deal, uh, you know, across the uh, uh, across the music scene, and uh, it, it got so bad that Connor Oberst and his legal team sued her for libel. You know, of course, calling the calling calling the allegations absolutely unequivocally unequivocally false. So we haven't heard from it for a while, but uh, this past week, finally got an update on it. And uh, Joan Faircloth officially has retracted her statement. Uh-huh. Uh, the statements I made and repeated online and elsewhere over the past six months accusing Connor Oberst of raping me are 100% false, she stated in a notarized statement. I made up those lies about him to get attention while I was going through a very, very difficult period in my life, trying <laughs> to cope through. with this, my son's illness. And I'm glad Adam what? finds it so funny. <laughs> <laughs> trying to cope with my son's illness. He's so sad. He's so sick. You know what I need? Rape allegation. Mm. From somebody in a mildly famous band that most people have never heard of. <laughs> He'll be the, my ticket to free health care. Exactly. And <laughs> such. <laughs> well, it didn't turn out so great because, you know libel lawsuits are fucking serious business great. man i mean i know we're gonna take a weird devil's advocates turn here if we open up about rape sure but majority of rape is not reported that's Do you realize unfortunate this? yes and the ones that are reported it seems seem to be the ones against famous people that tend to uh, always fall through the cracks like this which is a slippery slope man i mean because yes. she because she just kind of accused them and used this weird story that sounded bs because it, it just sounded like he was this and, 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 and 
granted, I don't know Connor Oberst. I've never met him. Uh, but it sounded it sounded very out of character for somebody who's all about you know, uh, you know. His songs all about asking permission. It sounds very. I want to <laughs> ask you, baby, for <laughs> your vagina on my floor. Exactly. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, she goes on to continue. I real it's the most important sentence in the in in the uh, in the retraction. By the way, I realized that my actions were wrong and could undermine the claims of actual sexual assault victims. And for yeah. that, I also apologize. I'm truly sorry for all the pain that I have caused. So, uh, you know, good on her, I mm-hmm. think. I think we all kind of, I, th- I think most people were kind of just calling bullshit on this. I'm not saying that all rape, ap- rape, rape, alleg- al- um, I think you are saying, yes, all I am. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Right. Let rapists go. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're just clogging up our legal system. Yeah. I mean, in our prisons. We got, we got more important things to worry about. Like, like drugs, like online piracy. Right. Uh, Vandalism, immigration, immigration reform. <laughs> what <laughs> repealing? I don't know. We gotta. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much else going on, and there's so many, you know, sex offenders in jail who never did it, what they are accused of. Right. Just talk to them. They'll all Connor deny. Connor Oberst is one of them. <laughs> They'll all say she was asking for it. Anyway, Connor Oberst is actually uh, a, a day later. He actually went ahead and accepted. Here, her apology. And this would have been funny if he had decided not to accept it. Like, fuck you! Fuck you, bitch! I raped you! you. Court. <laughs> I will rape you again! I mean... <laughs> <laughs> better, better look over your shoulder! <laughs> anyway, he released a, an official statement. I have accepted Joni Fairclough's ap- apology and retraction to clear my name. This has been extremely difficult and stressful for me personally. I fucking imagine. And for <laughs> those I love, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of the family, friends, fans, and business partners who have supported me throughout this and i look forward to happier times as we all move forward uh with, with our lives a couple of weeks ago uh one of his uh record labels actually dropped him oh. and uh it wasn't the official statement from the record labels it has nothing to do with any legal or pending legal uh situations that mr oberst is currently in it has to do with the fact that he is a mildly successful musician <laughs> who probably hasn't sold enough albums to warrant he's a our name behind guy, him. he's a successful guy oh. but uh the, the statement doesn't officially say whether or not he dropped the libel lawsuit, but I think you got to imagine that he will. Probably. Yeah. So moving so, on then, man. I hope that her kid is healthy. <laughs> From what I heard, yeah. So, I mean, he's, 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 he's on the mend. He's on the mend. Yeah. Okay. So all you got to do, if next time your child is sick, just find a random celebrity that hasn't been doing so well the past Accuse, couple of years. Yes. Accuse them of rape. Yes. So people will give you money for your GoFundMe account. Right. Hopefully on Kickstarter. Yeah. Well, there's. I think she was on GoFundMe to help me. To, she was. Oh, okay. She had like a sob story, like, "Oh, my son's sick." Blah blah blah. And then a couple late, a couple days later, hey, Connor Oberst raped me. By the way, <laughs> you can go. You can go check out my story at GoFundMe.com. Right. So hey, give me some money. Yeah, give uh, me some money. So once your once your story's been funded, then you can retract the statement. And she got some attention. Fifteen minutes of fame ending now. I'm being very. Uh, I'm being very harsh on her, aren't I? It's okay. It's okay. Don't don't accuse people of rape if they never raped you. I'm just saying. There's a lot of people out there who get raped and never ever report. And that's a fucking problem. And because that's of, a fucking problem. That's that's that's. I think that's more of on the shame culture of you know how we how we treat young women in this I country know. because we treat them like this where it's like oh if you cry rape it obviously didn't happen. No, I'm because not saying it didn't you, happen. You, you heard what happened to Conor Burst. <laughs> he got accused of rape, and I have photographic now... evidence that Conor Burst raped. No, no, Conor nope. Burst. Nope. He 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 records music for a living. He obviously right. didn't rape you, but, but I you're... have a video of him confessing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not famous and you rape somebody, yes, then 
you don't get chartered. That's how the legal system works, right? That's that's how America works. Okay. That's how the world works. God bless America. As long as you're not famous and you rape somebody, you're good to go. <laughs> Mike, you and I, we're, we're, we're set. Which is why we've gotten away with it so, so much. Many times. How so do you think our times. children were conceived? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprised we only have one each. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> this I'm is not, going nowhere. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not raping enough. <laughs> So, man, uh, one of the cool things that I am very much looking forward to, and they're filming right now, is the new Daredevil show that they're going to do on Netflix. It's one of four new Marvel solo stuff they're going to do. So instead of giving them movies, they're going to give them a little miniseries. One of them is Daredevil. One of them is Luke Cage. Uh, one of them is Iron Fist. And the other is uh, fuck Iron uh, Luke, Luke Cage's girlfriend. I forget what her name is. Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones, yes. Okay. And then after, after <laughs> don't all, look at me, <laughs> Adam. You know this. Uh, after all of their mini series are done, they're going to get together and do an uh, and do like kind of an Avengers style thing called the Defenders. And this is all this all takes place in the same universe as uh, uh, as the Avengers and everything. But uh, they're filming Daredevil right now. Good. Don't want and, it to be in another universe, right? It's yeah, too confusing. <laughs> exactly. Like that Gotham universe. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, one of the one of the one of the uh, casting things that they. Uh, the casting announcement that they released this last week was uh, Deborah Ann Wool, mm-hmm. and you guys might remember her as Jessica on True Blood, one of my favorite characters actually. Before I stopped watching that show, her vagina closes up again after she has. That's sex. true because Every she time. because she turned into a vampire, a virgin. Right. Yeah. And then she had sex, and it grew back. And it grew back. Duh. Uh, her sex life must be a snore, son. She had sex with Jason a lot. Yeah, well, I and guess she, she didn't just have to got, scream every time. She got used to it, I guess. She had sex with her bra on, too. I know. What All a the time. <laughs> she just didn't want to show, show her tits. Show us some boobs. <laughs> want to see her tits. Some, some sweet HBO beautiful, tits. Beautiful, beautiful ginger boobs. <laughs> she is a beautiful. She is a beautiful woman, by the way. And uh, she was. She was uh, she, it was announced this past week that she has been cast in Daredevil as Karen Page. Now, those of you who don't know who Karen Page is, she's actually, she was actually Daredevil's longtime girlfriend. Uh, she she worked as, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Daredevil's also a, a lawyer by day. Matt oh, Murdoch. I did know that. Yeah, no, okay, no, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Daredevil, uh, Matt Murdock is, is actually a, uh, a lawyer by day, and, uh, and, uh, and Karen Page is actually his secretary, and they had a long-standing relationship. She's had a uh-huh. weird history in the comics. Granted, I don't know everything about Daredevil. I don't read a lot of Daredevil <laughs> comics, but okay. from what I know, they broke up. Uh, after she found out his identity, and they, they kind of have this you know downward spiral of a relationship, uh, she became an actress after she quit the law firm. Uh, eventually, she got hooked on heroin, started doing pornography. <laughs> I like where this is going. She sold, tell me more. She sold Daredevil's secret identity to a drug dealer, who then sold it to the Kingpin. Um, are you familiar with Kingpin? He's like the big mob boss of New York in the right. Marvel universe. Uh, and eventually, eventually she died at the hands of Bullseye, which is one of uh, Daredevil's uh, uh, arch enemies. Did so she's had this with cum in the Bullseye. In the Bullseye, yes. Okay. In the eye, and it was she had, she had this massive infection. Which uh, so it sad. Spread to the brain. Darn it. So, uh, so the lesson here from reading Daredevil comics is don't cum shot people in the eye. At least go lower into the mouth or on the body. Right. On the body part of your choosing. Or on their leg. Yes, you stick it out. You stick it inside her and pee. And if you don't want to get her pregnant, you take it out and then pee on her leg. <laughs> but <laughs> Deborah Ann Wall is actually a pretty a fine actress. I think she's very beautiful, and I'm looking forward. I don't know how much. 
I don't know how much of her uh, comic book history they're going to put into the Daredevil show. Uh, I would love to see her as a heroin addict prostitute. Prostitute. Who knows? Porn actress. (laughs) Who does porn on the side? Why not? She'll do porn in her bra, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. That's going to be a stipulation in her contract. (laughs) God. (laughs) But so, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this Daredevil series. No firm release date on uh, when the Netflix series is uh, is coming out, but uh, it's looking good, man. Marvel is going to take over the world one day. God damn it. There's that Gotham show coming to Fox. Yes. Um, the kid from the OC is going to play young uh, Jim Gordon. I'm not really looking. Yeah, that that's the guy. I remember him now. Yeah, he was also California. In that, in that other show, he's in that other cop show, True Blood. No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Blue Bloods, but that's a Ooh. cop show. But yeah, no, he was Blue something. It is a cop show from LA. <sighs> Who would watch that shit? Anyway, should. But yeah, so he's going to play Jim Gordon. So, uh, so comic book shows are com- are making its way back onto TV. I'm not really looking forward too much to that Gotham show. It's not. It's not. hasn't hasn't hit me yet. Okay. If they gave Jim Gordon a mustache, maybe I would. Like he's supposed to. Fu- Jim Gordon needs to have a fucking mustache. When he was okay? in his twenties, he may not have had a mustache yet. <laughs> so when Batman finally comes the, to Gotham, the end of the first season, which is like the epitome of any yeah. of any show. It'll be a little bit stubble. Mm, yeah, it's uh, like, mm, maybe I shouldn't shave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard day. This weird bat character keeps prowling my streets. God. I don't. I don't have time to shave. I don't. I, I have time to shave my face, not my mustache. Not That's my a mustache. little too much time. I got. I got to get to the station right away. You know they're already planning this out. <laughs> oh, right mustache. away, man. Yeah, yeah, right away. All right, Adam. So uh, preparing for the show a little bit. Actually, so, no. Let me just do my thing with my. Um, yes, because you want to do your highlight of the week. Of the week. Yes. Because I want to start doing that more than just random. That go for way it, man. I have go for a it. plan. All right. So we're going to go with, since all of you read my reviews from last week for the last two weeks that I did not get to do because of our 100th episode and being busy with family. All right. So Bayside. Bayside. Shudder. Okay. Finally. Yeah, finally getting into Bayside. <laughs> Album number four <laughs> from them. Took a while. Oh, my God. So I had given this band a pretty much a 50-50 on their three previous albums and by the fourth album i was like I, even listening to it at the beginning i'm like fourth album in it sounds exactly the same <laughs> they're not but a band that really kind of changes up their sound i want to trust much. jared alange for being a bayside fan as well as chris from the generation oddcast does jared Podcast. alange have a bayside tattoo he, like chris not Ronge. that i know of but he told us to avoid them at warp tour so remember we know that that means he likes that yes band. exactly okay so shutter which I believe came out one year after um, The Walking Wounded. Yes, they have a really quick turnover. for their Not music. in their last two albums, but okay. for th- these ones there was. But yeah, this is a really, really, really good album. I gave it a whopping 9 out of 12. Ooh, So some standout favorable. tracks are Boy, which is track one, The Ghost of St. Valentine, track two. Um, what and What Not is a really, really good song as well. A Call to Arms, I Can't Go On. Those are two different songs. Are very good. Um, there's a funny title here called "Have Fun Storming the Castle." Yes. What movie is that from, Mike? I don't know. You don't seriously don't know? I don't know. Oh, it's from The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. You've seen that? I've, right? I've seen it. But I've, it's been years since I've seen it. Okay. Jesus Christ! You should see it more often. I should see it more often. You should all. You should know the dialogue of that movie. It's incredible. <laughs> but that's when they're. It's a silly place. Like you know. Um, no, that's. That's a Monty fucking Python. yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, but when you know Billy Crystal's character, he's like a ogre guy who who brings um, the dread pirate Roberts Wesley back to uh, back to life, and then like they're telling him how they're going to go and and beat up the king and everything and win back the the, the 
the girl and like they're waving to them as they're leaving and they're like bye have fun storming the castle <laughs> yeah right so, yeah, i remember yeah. that now yeah good song um there's a song on here called howard which is about howard hughes which i don't like that song at all okay and then there's a, the it closes out with a marsinu no mosinu mosinu something new he it's a like two minute acoustic song yeah and he spells out words Ooh. i've never heard a song where they spell out words ronnie what <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait wait hold on uh what do you mean by spell out words like i'm s-i-c-k of this life oh, okay. that kind of thing i was, I was, I was thinking it's about r-e-a-l-i-t-y it's all singing about that uh that song um from the the new lonely island Oh yeah, Shyroni. Shy, no, not Shyroni. Uh, oh, oh, I one where you. he spells out that thing. I have sex with goats sometimes just to pay the bills. But, right, uh, it's just a temporary thing or whatever. Yes. So <laughs> this predates that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so still a good album. Um, I hope that Bayside keeps getting good into their final two albums. Okay, Killing I'm glad Time. you're getting into that. I haven't listened to Shutter in a, in a while, actually. Probably back in 2000. Did you enjoy liking? Yeah, that album? I, I remember liking it. I just I, Bayside for me is, is a band that's that, that's good, but for some reason I'm just not. Like obsessed with them, right? Like, I wouldn't get Neither a tattoo. Neither am I. I. I probably wouldn't get a tattoo, depending <laughs> on how the last two albums are. Um, so, dance, Gavin, dance, dance, Gavin, dance. So you're penis. finally on happiness. A penis. <laughs> oh, is it happiness? This whole time I've been I thought it was a, <laughs> yes, a penis. It's a penis. It's a penis. <laughs> the H was silent. And <laughs> yeah, a penis. A penis. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Um, this is their fourth album and their second album with uh, Kurt Travis. Right. So I remember the self-titled. I did not care for that one no. too much last week. But um, a penis is much better. <laughs> I okay. The whole "I'm oh, down Jesus. with Brown Town" thing. Yeah, is that track two or track three? I don't know. Because they 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 do the little "I'm down with Brown Town" outro. Yeah, on track two, but track three, at least in the version I was given to mm-hmm. by you, is called "I'm Down with Brown Town." Oh shit! So I don't know which one is which. Um, oh well. I, like, if you could have one line absolutely kill a song, that would be it. I'm down with Brown Town. Yeah, it means anal sex. <laughs> right. I still think it's a really terrible use of any sort of lyric. But this is a really interesting <laughs> band because they're definitely a standout. They're a amongst band that, the 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 fray. Yeah. You know, they're very unique. They have a very unique sound musically. Musically and lyrically too. They, they, well, down Brown Town. Down Brown Town. There you go. By the way, I was. I mean, since we didn't have a show last week, did you like that song "Rock Solid" from the subtitle? I'd have the to first to thing I say in the morning is fuck <laughs> that. Oh, shit. that's right. And there's that little sketch yeah. in there. Hey, John. Hey, Johnny. Where's the party at? <laughs> I thought it was on East Street. Do you still <laughs> have the money I gave you earlier? <laughs> I don't know. Because that has supposed to be a reference. To? I think they were both fucking high, and they okay. were just kind of just riffing on each other and doing some improv. Is it supposed to be that he's talking to Johnny Craig? No, I think he's talking not- to John Mess. That's the screamer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. It's really fucked you- up. A rock, a rock solid. Rock solid? Rock, rock solid. solid. <laughs> We're all I rock solid. solid. <laughs> I, I did like that song. That's a good actually. song, yeah. It took me a long time because I hated that <laughs> sketch so badly. It was so fucking stupid. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, but, but happiness. So, so you're, you're, you're starting to... I, I'm a fan of this album, yeah. definitely. This um, is the only release without John Mesta Screamer. Right. Because he comes back for the next album. Yes. On Downtown Battle Mountain 2. But for now, I mean, the, there was less, less of screaming, but there was still a fair amount. But I like the whole, like clean guitar blink 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 you don't hear a lot of bands that do that much it sounds exactly like circus survive though 
it's did like you if, get that vibe? Like, like Circus of Vibe was really fucking high. So be yes, this and album. had a lot more screaming and yeah. less pretentiousness about them. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. this is a very lower key version of Circus Survive. Right. Yeah, I agree. But with you like there. more of a party style. Yeah. Um. But I I did like a lot of tracks on this. Happiness, the title track, is a really good mm-hmm. song. I did like Down with Brown Town, <laughs> um, despite that. And you know, um, Strawberry Swisher Part One. Yeah, um, that that's a, one. a that's the I, I'm not going to go with that one because no. <laughs> you can. <laughs> We can have some coffee. I like that You can song. do my laundry. No. I like that Maybe I just haven't experienced enough like <laughs> night after one night stand right, right. to appreciate it. But no, I, I, I thought that was kind of like, <laughs> I like that don't song tell that. Dave. I thought it was kind of a cool song. I mean, that was, that was a very jazzy, like I didn't realize this band was going to get so jazzy fusion. Yeah. But they, they, they mm, mix up their style a lot, like from album to album. And you can tell from which each, which, which, with, with each album that they're kind of, taking their lyrics and music a little bit more seriously. Like I, I felt like, especially with the, 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 the sorry, the self-titled and also I guess with the lyrics of downtown battle mountain part one, that they just kind of, well, these are just songs, bro. Like these, these are words that rhyme. Right. We didn't really think about them much and we put them together in a song and we just kind of riffed. We, cause we have a really fucking good guitarist and we just kind of riffed on a really yeah, good, the guitarist, Will Swan. Yeah. His name? Oh my God. I fucking He's love so him. good. And he's um, the one who does the rapping and the, and the screaming, at least for this one. There's rapping? There's rapping on Downtown Battle Mountain. Yes, two. there we go. That, but I'll get to that next Well, two, week. and there's also some on happiness. Did, did, isn't there rapping on happiness? Not that I heard. Okay, then I'm thinking of DBM2 then. Maybe. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, a, gr- a good album. I know this was probably like the polarizing album yeah. for fans of this band. The, uh, Dance Gavin Dance has stated that they want to do a part two of uh, happiness, but they don't. They don't know really know about the lead singer situation, like yeah, especially they, they would want to bring back. Kurt they, ha- they, they want to bring back Kurt just to do a, a one-off happiness part two. And he's in all about birds now. I a lot like birds. <laughs> God damn it! All about I will never. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start reviewing them, right. Well, uh, technically, you can actually start I right like now. A lot about birds. <laughs> <laughs> technically, technically, you can start now because uh, nope. now you gotta wait till it's done. I got t- I got a system here okay, with sorry. all these albums that I'm listening to. So um. So speaking of albums, you got but, one more that you do. Who gives week. a shit about I Killed the Prom Queen? <laughs> I fucking hate this band so much. I'm really hoping that Beloved, since they took six years off to go be in other bands and then got back together. I mean, what the, I don't know what the hell this is going, going on with this band. There's nothing, there's maybe two choruses that are kind of okay to right. listen to. This is music for the recently deceased. Oh, sorry. Yes. That's the name of this album, which I think came out in 2006, which was their follow-up to... And they went on hiatus after this. Yeah. Um, I, from what I read, they had a keyboardist, which I never heard any keyboard playing. <laughs> so maybe I have to reread it and see if he was a different instrumental. Right, right. But he went to Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, shit. And stayed with them. He, was, he wasn't with them for some paternal. But he nope. left the band right before Stump Eternal was released. Oh, so that's what have... that controversy was. Because okay. the, there, there, was, there was some sort of controversy with Stump Eternal about, uh, about um, in the liner notes, giving credits to not the keyboards who actually like did Jonas it. Jonas Wolfhall. Something, yeah, something yeah. Something crazy exactly. like that. Um, so I have to do a little bit more research. But I was reading it. I'm like, wait, when they brought back everybody for Beloved, which was their most recent album, which I'll be reviewing next week. They're like, and they brought back the keyboardist who was in Bring Me the Horizon from 2007 to January 2013. And I was like, <laughs> I've heard of this band. <laughs> All the other bands that they went in and played in. All these fucking obscure yeah. metalcore shit. Because, I mean, Bring Me the Horizon definitely upped their game a lot, keyboard-wise, between Suicide Season yeah. and then 
there is a hell, believe me, I've seen it. Um, and then with some paternal, so I have to find out. I have to do some more research on that. But yeah, music for the recently deceased. This this band is awful. Why are they still a band? <laughs> because they're fucking metal, man. No, they're they're metal. Who listens to them and is like? <laughs> uh, well, it's just. I think this is just music for little kids. Yeah, an eight year old is listening. No, to not this? like eight year olds. I mean, like thirteen year olds who think they're fucking tough. Uh, in Australia, apparently, like did this band make it anywhere in America? I've heard of them. Okay. Like Probably I because of the name, career. right? I mean, this is a name yeah, that you exactly. read it and it just sticks in your hand. Like, oh, that's an awesome band. Name. I was at an FYE once when I still bought music. I mean, I still buy my music. When I went, <laughs> when I went, when I was buying CDs at a store and I saw, oh, I killed the prom queen. What an interesting name. Yes. And I and picked it, it up you. and I took it to the little listening station where you just scan the barcode <laughs> and you can preview. <laughs> <and you're laughs> like, oh, shit, this thing's broken. What happened? <laughs> yeah, and there were, there were never a band that was like, I was like, oh, this is, I don't want that. I, that is not something that no. I'm interested in. And now two EPs and two <laughs> full lengths into their career before they decided to take a break. I am going to listen to Beloved this week with you. Okay. I haven't listened to it yet. I but think, uh, I hear good things about it. Yes, it got incredible reviews it from did. what we read. Yeah. It has the original lead singer. They had a different lead singer for music for the recently deceased, but he decided to quit due to homesickness. Yes. Um and as well as the EP of uh, your past come back, comes back to haunt you. Like they recorded all that with the new lead singer, but it sucked. Like they, the songs don't even sound the same. There's three tracks that are from the original EP that like, I could listen to that original EP and enjoy it a lot more than this current stuff or this, this previous, the, whatever fucking this new stuff <laughs> from the mid aughts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I've listened to beloved once so far and it definitely is different. Okay. So it's like, I, I was listening to it thinking like, Oh my God, was this just like, we, we need to do our, our sympaternal uh, thing. Like there's some elements in there, but they, there's a lot more at keyboard. least. So it sounds like they're trying at least they're then. trying. Okay, I still good. can't honestly say I'm going to enjoy this. It's just not I can them honestly going say, to the studio, taking a hammer to instruments <laughs> and then recording it. I would much rather hear everything off of beloved than anything off of any previous release. Even though I've only heard beloved. Hopefully that the, hopefully then we'll cross our fingers that they'll only right, play that the, at the, the show. Five or six tracks that or songs that they play at the show. <laughs> um, so. We're going to play something off of our first album. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, the rest of the crowd would be like, yay. Yay, because that means we're loyal fans, right? So um, I'm much more looking forward to Capture the Crown. Ah, we'll so you're be starting them. That out. They'll be opening um, the show because that first album they did was really, really good. Looking forward to that album coming out in a couple weeks. Produced though. by Matt Good from, from first to last. And whenever that fucking album comes out. It's a full length now. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, what do you feel about Capture the Crown, by the way? Did you listen I to that? I really, album? really enjoyed that. Oh, good. Okay. Because I'm sitting there listening to it. Because I, like, I, didn't, I didn't listen to them until after your review. Because yes. I, I still have a lot of back, fucking backlog stuff that I got to listen to, too. So I, yeah, you gave your review, and I was really surprised. Because I, I, I heard generic things about this band. Ah, okay. And then you gave me the you gave me a review and I really trust your opinion on music and I listened to it myself I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing. I'm really surprised no, by them. But then I listened to High Life, their EP. No, that's called Live Life. Live Life, whatever. Terrible EP. Oh my god, what the yeah. fuck happened? And track two, Berth. Yeah. Featuring Tell whatever his name from Yeah, Tyler. Tyler Smith from The Word Alive. Yes. What Why? the fuck? It's a bad song. Ugh. I I enjoyed no, no, but now I guess now I'm I'm hoping this new album is going to be great because well, if they go in the same direction, I'm yes. really worried about it. We will have to see because 
there was a lot of snafus going on with that band because they got dropped from one label and then picked up by another label. So the Live Life EP was supposed to be released on the previous label, but then it got pushed back to... Which is why it was released this like, year. Yeah, this yeah. year. Um, so we'll just see. I liked All Hype All Night featuring Siri. Eh. Oh yeah, that's right. Siri, <laughs> fucking drunk. Isn't, Isn't it, it too early, early for that? <laughs> and then Siri got to sing on the on one of the breakdowns. So that was kind of cool. So fucking dumb. <laughs> all high, all night. <laughs> for some reason, I like that song. It's so stupid. Featuring Daft Punk and Skrillex. I know, I know, and I, I enjoyed the opening track, which I think was called "Live Life." Okay, so I gave it like a two out of five, but eh. definitely wasn't I, like I wasn't feeling that entire fucking EP at all, yeah. dude. I was, I was so. I was so bummed out. It's you like, stab me in the back, but while you're back there, kiss my fucking yeah. ass. Oh, my God. They're fucking metal, man. That's metal. That's metal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll so give wait, you a so, review. So next week, you got DBM Part 2. DBM 2. Beloved I got by... Uh, Beloved by I Killed the Prom Queen. I got... And then more Bayside. Bayside. I think it's called Killing Time. I, I think that's right. Based on the AFI song from yeah. December Underground. Killing Time again. Yeah. And I'm going to be reviewing finally Jason Lancaster. Yay! As you are. Yes. It's I need a break. Well, I mean, <laughs> Bayside isn't super heavy by any means, but the Jason Lancaster album is less heavy than. That's, than your, med- that's your meditation time. Right. Right. So it's definitely lower key. Cool, man. Well, next week I think we might have a special guest, but don't hold me to that. We got to look at our schedule. Yes. But we might have a special guest for next week, and I hope you guys will tune in for that. And please. Uh, you know, tune in for us uh, every single week, and thank you for, you know, sticking with us. Uh, and uh, enjoy the uh, Rise Against uh, review. The black market. Yeah, and uh, let us know what your thoughts the are, guys. African American market. <laughs> That's the PC version. <laughs> uh, so uh, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe to us on iTunes, and check out our friends over at the Podbender Network, Generation Podcast, Shitrick says, and the Dead Better Wins whenever they come back in August. And uh, for your, uh, for my good friend Adam, I am your co-host Mike, and. Uh, Play us out, Johnny. I'm rocking the mic because I'm full of hype, and I'm rocking the beat because I'm on the street, and then I meet the geek, and then I eat the meat, and then I throw a guy, and then I eat some more meat. You're signed to Interscope Records, <laughs> my friend. Yeah,